0: High manifestation mavens, if you are ready to embody your next level self and manifest your dreams without spiritual bypassing or platitudes that make you feel bad, you've come to the right place. Here at Manifesting Well Black, we are here to teach tips, tricks, and techniques that work for all, no matter your heritage. So if you are ready to level up, no matter where you came from, this is the place for you.
1: This, again, it was something that before before this call, I was thinking, what what difference? So I, for anyone that doesn't know as well, I've actually just recently been in Bria's Mini Mind um, and worked with Bria to help me with the blocks that, I mean, the blocks that I thought that I held around money, but then I realised there was so much more um, and I've seen amazing results. But I, I was like, what differences did I see? And I think... Something that's huge is obviously like I teach a lot of business strategy, marketing, sales, that sort of stuff. Um, whereas yours, I would say, is a lot deeper. So it's mm-hmm. a lot around what has happened and how we can not even fix that. I don't know if I like the term like fix, but mm-hmm. it's like how can we switch the perspective that we're literally carrying through our mm-hmm. life? Coming up day to day, that's affecting our results. Um, and yeah. I wouldn't say, you know, in business coaching, I don't go deep at all because I definitely do. And there's definitely some things that I do see similar. So when some of my clients, for example, lack confidence or whatever else, we go quite deep into like, where does that come from? Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that I love that you went into, you kind of went into like the somatic area. So it was. Mm-hmm. How that works within your body, which is is not something that I do with my clients. so yeah. I'd say I've definitely touched on it, but mine is far more. Okay, you want to make money. You want to you want to go into the marketing strategy. You want to sell confidently. You want to build an offer suite. I say mm-hmm. it's so different. Although there are, yeah. some it's so so different. Whereas yours is like. I mean, I came to you earning really, really good money. Yeah, mm-hmm. I came to you, I'm in a position where I'm struggling to get clients. Right. But I was struggling to feel good about that. I yeah. was to want more um, mm-hmm. or feel good about wanting more. Mm-hmm. And I was struggling to, like, keep hold of that, I suppose, manage that and understand that that's okay to have, keep, spend, earn and want more money. Mhm, mhm, mhm. So I feel that yeah. it, it's just deeper. The money relationship kind of like area is far deeper. Um, yeah. I've never done. I've worked with a few other bit, a few business coaches, and although every single thing I needed, and I've always had great experiences, the work that I did with you was kind of far deeper. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And something that's not, so with business coaching, I feel that there's not trends, but there's things that will work for now, for sure. Yeah. That may change in two years. That Because the world is always changing, right? But you work on things that, it, that's an experience that I hold on to. Does that make sense? Yeah, it yeah, totally makes
0: sense. And it mm. actually echoes some of the things that I think where it's like, i love business coaching it is something that i've invested a ton in and have thoroughly enjoyed and have really respected who i've learned from and what i've learned Mm. but now that i've kind of gone through i guess building my own frameworks with um you know money relationship coaching and then applying it to myself and applying it to my clients i almost feel like if we're building a house um, for building like a house that is someone's vehicle for acquiring money which is like ultimately like you know in this context it would be like business right um the stuff that I do clears out the foundation so that a solid house can be built yeah and you can and you can make updates to the house and it's essentially the vehicle and where where you will live and like house, like, you know, the, the, like it's the vehicle that money can come in. But if your foundation is shaky or if you have all this stuff like messing up the concrete or if you have like sinkholes or um, just a shoddy foundation to where like you can have all the beautiful structure in the world, but if your foundation is shit, it's going to crumble. <laughs> I think that's kind of, that's basically what I do is I, the type of things that I do feel deeper because they are deeper but it doesn't necessarily mean that one is better than the other both are required because i think you can do all this work around money that you want um but if you're just like okay well how do i how do i market myself like you'll probably have the cool part about working with me is you'll have confidence and there won't be any like bifurcation on like oh i i really want to put myself out there but oh i'm not good enough because I feel this type of shame around money and showing up for money that this part will not be there. You'd be like, yeah, I'm ready to pull, I'm ready to put myself out there. And mm-hmm. then the strategies that come through, you'll be able to pick the ones that feel right for you because you're so clear on the, at the fact that like you
1: are ready to put yourself out there. I think mm-hmm. that's, that's kind of what I feel. <laughs> I think that's such a good like analogy what, about the house. Like I genuinely think that is perfect. And do you know what as well? I think that, quite often like from our upbringing whatever Mm -hmm. we mentioned you know when we were younger or throughout our lives Mm we have this like financial thermostat right we have this Mm -hmm. where it's normal and we can go go over but that's normal and it's acceptable so earning like a certain amount in in your family versus in my family versus in his family versus in is completely different so Mm -hmm. You, for example, you know, went to... Don't get me wrong, obviously, like, I think business coaching is absolutely amazing, otherwise I wouldn't do it. But I think even if you went to, like, a business coach on how to earn money and you saw huge success, you can still reach a point where that doesn't feel comfortable anymore. Like, you... For example, I'm just going to select a random number. It means absolutely nothing because I know that numbers sometimes make people feel. But say, for example, I, you know, started earning like um, 15K months, for
0: Mm -hmm. example. Mm -hmm.
1: That was like really, really normal in my family. Well, then all of a sudden to want to earn more than that might feel really awful and disgusting and greedy and bad. So that's where I think actually having a money coach is really, really important if you do feel those things coming up yeah it's a really good thing to invest in if you want to strive for more because we see so many things come up and it links back to money Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. yeah because i think even that's the interesting piece sometimes is like especially if you're like what you, you recognize you're going back and forth on something a lot in your in your business, and you realize it has to do with how you're feeling about the money that could come in. Um, Like, so I was thinking, so actually building on your example of like, if you're used to make if you are making 50k months, and that's something that you grew up with. So it's something that you already have like an unconscious sense of safety with. Mm -hmm. um, When you were trying to like expand that window. tolerance if you will i feel like in spiritual communities it's also called like energetic set point if you're trying to like raise your energetic set point um that shit can feel scary (laughs) and then you know it doesn't matter how much you're told like oh it's fine raise your price if you feel inherently unsafe about it you're you're gonna be like ah you're either gonna do it you're gonna find any and every excuse in the book not to do it or you are gonna do it the money's gonna come in and you're gonna like get rid of that money in ways that don't feel great because you just don't feel good with being out of that window of resilience. Um, mm.
1: Yeah, so I think that's a really good point. You know what you said there as well about um, you're going to find any and every excuse to to like avoid that thing. Because mm-hmm. what I see, and even what I've experienced myself, is that that any and every excuse we genuinely believe is genuine. And yep. we do realize that it's yep. actually something trying to protect us like we are like oh I genuinely don't have time
0: mm-hmm. and it
1: mm-hmm. could be created like and I, I see it so often where people will say like I just haven't had a minute like I've not had these things and it's working towards their goals but then they say oh I was scrolling earlier and I watched it and I'm like we did have a minute but that's not me calling you out it's me mm-hmm. like, thing like there's something that we're avoiding here. Yep. And and you're doing it to keep you safe. It's not because you're lying to me. None of my clients forward, right. you know, lie. It's yeah. never that like you are doing something to try and keep yourself safe here. And it's a totally. about- lovingly telling them that as well
0: yeah I call that compassionate confrontation um because you know at the end of the day and you know I, it's, I I really want to be clear you know I said like every excuse in the book that was the terminology I used but the intention was not to use it like how it can maybe be used like from I don't know I think of like bro marketers or hell even our parents um like this concept of like you have every excuse in the book which means you are not meeting an expectation which means you are bad that's not what this is It's kind of like what you were saying in that like it's it's protection um if anything it's something to be grateful for and that you are looking out for you even though technically what you're doing to look out for you is holding you back <laughs> from where you deeply want to go um but to get to the point where like you said instead of like calling out a client in that like they're lying instead it's just more so bringing attention to yeah. something that you see that is out of alignment with where they want to go I call that compassionate confrontation confrontation and that like it ultimately is you are confronting something but confrontation does not necessarily need to be negative or mean or angry and um, that's why I call it compassionate confrontation because if you're looking at yourself what well, you're going on and going like Hey, what's going on? <laughs> what, is, what is this? Yeah. Uh, but it's truly from a place of curiosity versus being furious and mean and angry at yourself. And you're allowed to be furious and mean and angry at yourself. But I think the difference between having a life that feels better and headed in a direction that feels more aligned in in your business and beyond is to feel the anger, feel the frustration, but don't let that dictate what you do, including when you confront yourself compassionately it's like i feel really angry and upset but i choose to look at this from a place of curiosity instead of letting this anger be how i look at me i'm not looking through myself i'm looking at i'm not looking at myself through the eyes of through this lens of anger i feel angry but i'm looking at myself with genuine love and curiosity to understand how the hell did we get here
1: i i love that i you helped me recognize this Mm.
0: because i
1: um, like, I'm working on it, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's progress, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like you've definitely helped me realise this through September. Like, I look back on things, or I look at things that potentially could be happening, and I get frustrated with myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel that it's normal for me. Like, confrontation for me is, like, aggressive. Yeah. Because... That's just what I've seen, you know, not in like a horrendous way or anything, but it's just mm-hmm. kind of how mm-hmm. we speak to mm-hmm. each other, my family and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, um it's always been like banter, I suppose. And it's it's normal and I'm fiery. So it's right. like a confrontation for me. I used to find it difficult because I was like, well, I don't want them to be mad at me for getting angry. So mm-hmm. I even had that with myself because I didn't want to be angry at myself. It kind of, it Yep. like more around just being nicer to myself and more forgiving and being like, okay, I understand why you did this. And that mm-hmm. is okay. That's why this is like this now. But yeah, how do we move forward rather than, oh, God, you're such a dick. You know, like, just. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like, how can you acknowledge
0: what's going on and hold space for yourself instead of. <laughs> Acknowledge what's going on, and then just like press on it.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Especially <laughs> if we saw
0: echoes of that growing up. Because mm, mm. I mean, it, can we blame? And you can't blame yourself if you are just repeating the patterns taught by your parents. Like they're, mm. they're, they they're they're the blueprint. They literally are the blueprint, right? Um, which I think is why it's so important to be able to stop, look and assess. I think um, I forgot the word that you used before. But I was like, Oh, yeah, instead of that, I feel like what we do is like, assessing. Um, How can we assess? How did we get here as opposed to be angry? Or or let anger be what we anchor into? (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. So I, um, we've already gone through a couple of questions that I sent you ahead of time just to think about. So including like, what are the expectations someone can have from working with like a business coach versus money coaching um, and then similarities. I think we, we touched upon them a little bit, but kind of to like put all this together uh, in a way that really relates to the people that are listening. How would someone be able to tell if they needed one or the other or both or neither?
1: this Bria I, this is, I, I actually am so happy that you've asked this question because this is actually something I want to talk about more okay mm-hmm. and I, off, I don't want to go off on a tangent but I just oh, good. I, uh, <laughs> but I just want to like express how I feel about something here with yeah. COVID I feel that there's a very strong message and I am not bashing anyone but there's a very strong message online space now where it's like you must have a coach at all times mm-hmm. and it's like it's very disheartening for new business people online mm-hmm. because they may come in and think oh my god I need a coach and they're just gonna yep. grab a coach. when actually I very much believe this does go back to answer your question you need to be messy you don't need to be messy but you need to Experiment. you need to go and play about you need to go and do all the things to realize what it is that you need help with because yeah. you go and go into the other space hey i'm going to be a self-love coach okay that's what yep. i'm going to do that's my passion and i'm going to follow it you log on to instagram you need this you're doing this wrong blah blah, blah and it's like oh my god like i need a coach now yeah. and marketing is so clever and i i love marketing i'm really intrigued by it but it's and I, I like to look deeper than just the post that I'm reading to see yeah. what people are doing behind the post. And I don't think it's evil, I think it's business. Yes. But I don't believe, and it's like probably a bit controversial of a business coach to say this, but I don't believe you need a coach at all times. Mm. I think you need to identify the thing that you need help with, or the area that you want to grow in, or the yeah. area to focus on. One of those things, and then that's where I would invest. So yeah. if you're somebody that was in the online space and you were like, I don't have a clue how to get clients. I yeah. don't know how to, I don't know what marketing is. I don't know how to market. I really struggle with sales. Then that is when I would say, go and look in the business sector. Go and look at people that specialize in those specific things and lead with that, you know? But if you're someone that's like, I'm having these weird feelings about money. Right. I identify if those weird feelings are just normal everyday feelings, or if it's an issue you want mm-hmm. like, to overcome. Like somebody today in a life that they was doing, like, some people don't talk about money and that's okay. It mm-hmm. doesn't got a, a block. You know, it's like some people want to talk about sex. Some people don't. Do you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't mean there's a block. It's just a topic that some people don't want to talk about. Yeah. Um, but I think if you're recognising, like, oh, okay, I actually, I want to make more, but there's something that is stopping me deeper. I feel that you feel that within your body, I believe. Yep. That's when yep. I would say work with a money coach, or if you're struggling to keep money, that's mm-hmm. when... I- go work with a money coach, um, if you feel shame around money,
0: Um, Mm -hmm.
1: if you want to rewrite the story that you have, and I say like always a great place to start to work out if you want to work on money mindset is, write out all the beliefs that you have around money and sit with that for a while, and recognize, is that how you want to feel? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Does that support the future you want to create? If not, go down that route, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. A thousand percent. And I, um, I was
1: taking notes cause I was like, I don't want to
0: forget this. I'll forget <laughs> this um, so if you saw me looking down, her promises related to this and I wanted to comment on how in integrity, I think it is for you, even as a business coach to talk about, like you don't necessarily need a coach all the time. Um, and the best way to get the most out of a coach is to recognize where you're at, what your gaps are. And if you are, finding that there is someone who can hold space for you to allow yourself to fill those gaps um, versus like, because like my point of view, if I were to think if I were to add on to that, it would be not only is it great to get a coach when you realize where you're at and you recognize the gaps that you have. And there's someone who you see who maybe they don't have those gaps anymore or they used to, and they know how to fill them the expectation isn't necessarily that they're going to give you the secret. Um, all you have to do is like breach this paywall and you know, you can then from paying, then they tell you the secret. I think what it is, is you recognize that someone has the capacity to hold space for you as you figure it out and close the gap on your own Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because some of those pieces might be through and closing that gap might look like truly the knowledge might come from that person but it could also be they help you make sense of things they ask you questions that help you find the answers that help you close those gaps and sometimes um you know even those answers are maybe like the questions that they ask you are informed by their expertise. Mm -hmm. (laughs) so like they like so for example with you i I, with the things that you do around like mindset and marketing for someone who's feeling really unsure about how to show up um you would be able to ask them the questions that are like "Well, how do you want to show up Mm -hmm. who is it that you are showing up for and that helps them give that helps them have the answers but the answers that they say gives them the clarity i'm like oh i know i know what i'm gonna do now um, you know what I mean, and that that it, that the capacity to be able to hold space and ask questions—that is how answers come up, and that is how people, in my opinion, feel like holy shit, all this is like totally worth it. And but then there comes a point where they're like, you know what, I really love all these questions that you've been able to ask me, and I love all this transformation I've gotten with you. But you know what, I think I can take this framework that you've given me because it is so. It is so structured. I can build on top of it on yeah. my own. Thank you, lovely mm-hmm. coach. I will keep you posted on my shenanigans, and you know if I feel like coming back, I will. But like, either way, this has been fan fucking I I think that type of mentality around coaching is a healthy, <laughs> b ethical, and c really an in integrity and very much indicative of the wonderful coach that you are, Rosie.
1: <laughs> and you are. Do you know what? That's I loved about working with you as well like this is the thing I agree with you so much on the they can probably ask the right questions to fill the gap for you because they have filled that gap mm-hmm. you know when I started working with you I said I I really love to hear your experience as well in the chat and I do because I know that you've experienced certain things mm-hmm. i know that there's been gaps that you've had to fill so I'm curious mm-hmm. how how did you feel those gaps? how can i learn everything from you
0: mm-hmm.
1: um she's talking to me i don't Siri. know yeah she's like i want to join the conversation <laughs> I'm not understand um no but you i feel that that clarity as well that can't come from your coach that can that can only come from you and that's what it's important like I know sometimes my clients get frustrated at me because I, they'll be like, "Rosie, what do you think I should do?" And they're like, "Don't even say it." And I'm like, "What do you think you should do?" Uh-huh, uh-huh,
0: but you know, uh-huh.
1: like, I offer guidance as well. But I'm I'm also like, first of all, what what do you want? Like, I don't want what you want. We don't want the same things, you know. So absolutely, yeah, it's important. Yeah, um, yeah. I. That's so like I genuinely just want to say as well like. The way that you held the space for me was fucking epic. Like, oh, it, yeah. it, I know yeah. that I know, I've told you but honestly, like, you didn't give me, you didn't sit there and say, it's this, it's this, it's this. It was just very, like, you was leading me. It was like, <laughs> it was like you were just leading me to find the thing. And I was like, how did you do that?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: To tell... In my experience as a coach and
0: my experience being certified as a coach like I actually that's one of the first things literally at the beginning of my certification um going through that training that was like module one is what is the difference between consulting coaching mentorship and therapy yeah and so like one of the biggest indicators of um, the difference between coaching and consulting that I learned uh, is um questions coaches ask a lot more questions than they give answers consultants give a lot more answers than they ask questions. And mentors are like, here's what I did. You do it too. And mm-hmm. the therapist ask a ton of questions, but the types of questions are different than what coaches ask. Um, and so I'm really happy to hear that you felt guided and that you noticed. I didn't really tell you a lot, <laughs> but at the same time, I was incredibly intentional with the questions that I asked you to Try to guide you in the direction I could tell you were trying to go. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Manifesting While Black. If you are hungry for more tips and tricks on how to manifest your ideal life, check out past episodes. I have over 20. And if you want even more, feel free to visit me on Instagram at yourcoachbria. No matter what you choose to do, I trust that you are going to make the best choice for you. You got this manifestation, Maven. Have a magical day.